desire is the most powerful of human desires. When driven by this desire, men develop keenness of imagination, courage, willpower, persistence, and creative ability unknown to them at other times. So strong and impelling is the desire for sexual contact that men freely run the risk of life and reputation to indulge in. When harnessed and redirected along other lines, this motivating force maintains all of its attributes of keenness of imagination, courage, etc., which may be used as powerful creative forces in literature, art, or in any other profession or calling, including, of course, the accumulation of riches. Napoleon Hill. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec. I am super glad you're here with us today. I am here with my most amazing guest. You guys are going to love her. Ryan, hello. Welcome. Hi. Excited to be here. <laughs> Excellent. So give our peeps a 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you do, how you got there, that kind of fun stuff. Okay. Um, short story is I was an artist for 17 years. I traveled around the country with a trailer attached to the back of my car and showed my artwork at all these really fancy high-end events. Um, COVID showed up and everything canceled. And I think it's going to be canceled indefinitely until we can gather in large groups. So on a whim and with a push from a couple friends of mine, I started a coffee company that is totally branded in innuendo. It is called Hard On Coffee. It gets you up in the morning and it is joke packaging, high end, high quality. It has my artistic aesthetic with my sort of irreverent humor attached along with it. So that's kind of what I'm up to today. Nice. And who doesn't like a good stiff one in the morning? So. <laughs> So how did you decide that it was going to be kind of as irreverent as it is? I think it's hilarious, but. It was, so I was actually at uh, my last art show this year in February and I was staying with a friend of mine and I just made like this really strong pot of coffee and I warned her that it was strong enough to give her a hard on and we just both cracked up and I like took that joke with me to the art show and I was sharing it with all my artist friends and we were coming up with funny names for coffee businesses and it was just like this sort of delightful play on words that kept us really happy because COVID was just starting. We were in Seattle the last week of February. So it was like right in the air. So it was just fun. And um, that was sort of the basis from where the idea started, but I didn't really think I was going to do anything with it until a friend of mine was just like, you have to, you have to. I love coffee. So like it is my one vice. I drink it all day long. It's just like my favorite food group. So it's like, well, I could try it and see what happens. So I kind of put a really limited investment in it. I found an incredible coffee roaster. I've had a lot of people show up and be like, hey, we want to help you launch this business. Like, so my labels, they keep sending me twice as many labels as I order. So the cost is way less than it should be. And just little things have sort of pushed me along to create this sort of joke to concept. Oh my God, that is awesome. So yeah, like coffee seems a little left field to me. Was there something brewing in your mind before that? Um, not specifically. I mean, I've worked in the arts for so long that it was just, it was really easy for me to take this sort of silliness and playfulness and turn it into something. Mm -hmm. Commodities are important in a downturn economy. People do love their coffee and I know how to curate really good coffee. So it just it aligned well with kind of who I am. And then the jokey packaging was just because it's fun to be funny. 
It is. <laughs> I saw your website and I absolutely loved it. So peeps, if you're interested in going over there right now, it is obviously at hardoncoffee.com. You got to go and check it out because uh, we're going to be talking about getting some morning wood and all that kind of fun stuff because I'm a medium girl myself, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like all of the above. <laughs> I have been talking to people about this and we've been chatting on Facebook and stuff and everybody's like, oh my God, I love that name. That is fantastic. I can't wait to go and try some. So I'm sure you'll have a fan base here in Calgary in no time as soon as we figure out how to send stuff between the border, but you know, that's a whole other issue. <laughs> yeah, I can but... mail it to Canada. Unfortunately, yeah. it costs more than the coffee, but I will ship it. <laughs> or just, you know, drive it over on my horse. That is awesome. So what was the whole process of getting into coffee like? Like were you um, just because coffee is huge in Seattle. So I mean I assume you had a lot of help, but Yeah, well, I'm in Portland, but um okay. so I had a friend that was a roaster or is a roaster. And I just kind of hit him up when I was thinking about it. And I said, you know, is this something you want to do? Would you be interested? And he said, absolutely not. <laughs> He's too busy with his own projects. But he connected me to a really good friend of his and they own Thornton Family Coffee. They've been in the coffee business for 30 years. And I kind of just approached him straight on. I'm like, I want to make a coffee. I want to make people laugh. I want to package it inappropriately. And they fell in love with the idea. They've actually made TikTok videos for me and they're really supportive of the branding. Um, they sort of, they write on my packages hard, H-A-R-D-O-N and like things that'll make me laugh. So we kind of play, um, but it was not hard for me to get into coffee because I just sort of went for it and used my connections to figure out what I could do. Nice, that's yeah. fantastic. I know something happened. I went, like I said, when I went to your website, I was like, bam, I mean, oh, that's what it was. And then I went to my partner and went, okay, which one do we get? And that's where it stopped. <laughs> I was like, There's so much. He goes, find out what the, what's going on first. I said, okay, so we'll, uh, like, I, like I said, I'm, I'm more of a Colombian, or not Colombian, but a Costa Rican coffee girl. So that's they like okay. theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Light, light rose, high caffeine, but then I watered it down to snot, which drives everybody crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You're allowed to do that. I add a lot of cream to mine. So <laughs> I delete it well. That is awesome. So what are some of your best sellers? Uh, morning wood is my medium roast. And I think it sells best a, cause everybody likes a good medium and everybody likes a good morning wood. So it's the most sort of on the nose name. Um, I have deep roast, which is my very, very dark coffee. And then first crack, which is my light roast. And first crack is a coffee term. When you're roasting the bean, it actually pops open as it's just starting to become roasted. So first crack is a term they use in light roast coffee. And then I have my um, rock hard cold brew, which is essentially made for cold brew, but also brews really nicely hot. And it's probably the one that I drink the most as a hot brew as well. Nice. Yeah, I like them all though. Well, that's good. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I know. It's it was good. It was a real tough process having to sample all the different kinds of coffees. <laughs> no, no kidding. So then you decided to go. Well, you had to go online, and and find that was clientele. The whole, the whole idea for it was to sell something online because I didn't know when I'd be accessible to humans again, and we're all stuck at home. So mm -hmm. for me, it made good business sense to actually launch an online company while people are stuck behind their screens and needing something fun to do and something to make themselves laugh or send as a gift and make their friends laugh. And nice. it's, uh, it's a nice way to sort of go, oh, you've been sitting behind your desk by yourself for four months now, have a little giggle and some coffee in the morning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so how have you found that whole process? 
Oh, uh, it's hard. It's really challenging. I'm so used to having an audience. Like I go to art shows and 20,000 people come through and, you know, 50, 30, 20% of them come talk to me and I'm spending, you know, what, 40 hours in a three day period, just speaking up what I do. And now I'm on this tiny little corner of the internet going, I actually feel like the who in Horton hears a who. Aww. It's, well, it's just really hard. To, it's a, a copy is really competitive. Mm -hmm. The internet is flooded. I'm not the only smart person that thought it'd be a good idea to have an online business during a shutdown. So, you know, I'm, I'm scrambling to be seen, but I'm tricky and crafty and innovative. So I do a lot of different things to get the word out, but it, I work constantly at being noticed for sure. Nice. Well, you're doing, you're doing great from my perspective. Good. <laughs> so who would you say you serve and support now? Who are your, who are the clients that you're onboarding in? Um, so, you know, I was kind of surprised. I really thought it would go like straight for the gay male market because it's got that sort of jokey humor and it's um, a little artisan, a little higher end. It's not your like inexpensive grocery store coffee, um, mm -hmm. but it's been a lot of moms, a lot of people. It's basically my age group. It's in the, their 40s. They like a joke. It doesn't have to be perfectly politically correct for it to be funny. Um, and then it's definitely appeals to the sort of mom joke, dad joke, wine moms, people um not much not so much the younger audience which is totally okay um but yeah anybody probably between like 36 and 65 and um a mixed bag of male versus female i think i have customers from both sides for sure so, very cool yeah i think when the gift market kicks in and the holidays rev up that'll probably be when i see more of like a higher female audience but right now it's probably half and half that is awesome so yeah. do your clients uh email you back or send you notes or give you all feedback? of the above um i started sending i wish i had one on hand i started sending pictures that say i have a heart on this one actually i can probably share my screen does that work for you yes absolutely so this is a sign that i send out with um this one here every package of coffee it's one of them is did it come up Yep, I have a hard on right now. And people will send back pictures. How do I unshare the screen? I don't know how to do this. Do up in the top. To... Okay. Um, little... There should be a little red button tab that shows up in the top that says stop sharing or stop. No, it just went small on me here. Huh? I have no idea. That's okay. So if you <laughs> on the bottom, that's why we record. Uh, on the bottom of your screen, you should see the little Zoom link. The oh, there green. it is. Found it. There you go. All right. Thank you very much. Um, so, so I have those. I have like five different ones that I mail out to people. And I would say probably 30% of the customers send back a picture of themselves holding the sign or their sign next to their dog. So there's a lot of playfulness that I'm kind of engaging in with people, which is good. Nice. I mean, it's very silly, but it's like, I like the lightheartedness of it. With oh, yeah. a little bit of the innuendo kick. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> you got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>, I'm glad. <laughs> well, yeah, yours was, yours was actually one of the first names that came up when I uh, posted that the, the little blue pill for business. And Tim goes, oh, my God, you have to be real. Are you going to love it? <laughs> it's a great name. It's The little blue pill for business is fantastic. So um, well, we just got to wreck these companies one way or another. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That is awesome. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that you came up on uh, during this whole process? Um, I mean, I think, well, for the very beginning, so I set 
I just kind of set my mind to doing it and I did a pre-launch. Mm -hmm. So from the month of the entire month of March, I just did online pre no April 1st, sorry. From April to May, I did online pre-order. Mm -hmm. um, and while I was doing that, I was building the website. Well, I built the website and then I was trying to get labels made and I could not find a graphic designer that could represent my idea of what the logo should look like because I didn't know what it should look like. Mm -hmm. Originally, I was going with a thumbs up, which was a little cheeky. Um, and then, thank goodness, a very good friend of mine, her husband is an extraordinary graphic designer and he stepped in and just said, I'll fix this for you. But we were down to the last minute where I was paying, you know, three times the shipping to get the labels rushed to the coffee roaster so that I could get my May orders mailed out on May 1st. Wow. That was the first. Um, other than that, it's just finding how to get the right people to talk about the coffee. I've definitely mailed coffee to like SF Weekly. No response, you know? So it's like, how do I target and aim? Because they had an email that said, oh, if you want to send us a sample, send it here. And I'm like, well, you could at least say thank you. Well, yeah. so, <laughs> so it's finding the right influencers. There are people that I send the coffee to and I think, oh my gosh, you know, they've got 200,000 Instagram followers. If they talk about it, it's going to be amazing. And it falls completely flat. But then some woman in Idaho with 4,000 followers posts a picture of herself making coffee and all of a sudden I've got like 10 sales. So it's figuring out how to use my marketing budget, which is mostly free coffee mm -hmm. um, and get that aimed correctly. And that's been a real challenge because it's just not, it's a new avenue for me for sure. Like how do I get people to try it and then tell everybody else to try it and they go try it. Well, yeah. <laughs> the chain of events is I'm working on. Well, and it's super easy and super accessible in the States. And I, I love your guys' delivery system. I think yeah, that's probably that's one of the so best cool. things. <laughs> I know, I know. Fabulous people, fabulous people. But I mean, the <laughs> delivery system is unbelievable. I order something and all of a sudden the doorbell rings. It's like, hey, we're here. Like, How do you do that? Yeah, <laughs> it is helpful for sure. Very fun. So yeah, I noticed there's a lot of business-related coffee talk things going on have you looked at getting on podcasts that are like coffee talk kind of business related ones yeah you know it's just I'm I'm a solo woman show so yes I have it's just a matter of making the time to find the right person and there's a lot of dead ends when I email people you know so don't hear back from everybody or it's a moment that we don't we misconnect so it's like, I need a PR person that wants to work for coffee Hey, so there right you now, go. So, job. peeps, if you know anybody out there yeah. that's desperate, and <laughs> work well, I know some people that that would be <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've written a great press release, and you know, I send it everywhere. And I got—I was lucky; I was uh, featured in a local newspaper here, but that's the only press other than you that I've managed to uh -huh. wrangle up at this point. But I'm working on it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get you some. So, if you've got ideas and things, is there a way for? Well, I guess they could just go into your web site and get a hold of you yes yeah drink me at hardoncoffee.com is my direct email as well nice so. love that so yes let right know because you know we we got to get this one up and running the more <laughs> companies with innuendos i'm a happy happy camper especially <laughs> well all this political correctness is shutting everything down it's like yeah oh, get a fucking grip <laughs> Just, <laughs> i know i have to say <laughs> yeah uh, it's what's fun i will say that the sort of playful part is there's some people that get very upset about the concept of hard on coffee until they realize that i'm female <laughs> and they're like wait am i should i be upset about that i don't know is that offensive she's like wait i don't understand so i have found that this uh ideology of like ultra um 
sort of non-gendering things and then it just confuses a little bit so <laughs> i'm very open-minded and incredibly liberal but also i want to make my jokes well exactly <laughs> i'm all about shocking people and rattling their chains so i'm totally well, good with that and again it's totally intended as playful i am actually really careful to make sure that my innuendo doesn't ever go beyond that and so it is there's nothing that is actually specific it's all fairly vague which i think is challenging but fun and makes it really sort of um everybody can get involved as long as they're like 18 19 and up <laughs> <laughs> exactly. i won't call it family friendly but community community friendly <laughs> Well, you know, I, I try to keep the show rated, not X-rated, just rated. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes we do cross that line, so I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, I did start the Hard on Erection Committee on Facebook, so anybody can ask to join. It's where we share slightly more adult innuendos. So again, I'm still fairly, I'm very fancy and demure, but I do have the Hard on Erection Committee where anybody can post pictures of things that are maybe a little overly appropriate. <laughs> So, I am totally signing up for that right now. Don't mind me. I'm just going to go in. <laughs> oh, by all means, hop on. <laughs> I haven't posted anything for a while, but everybody's welcome to share their favorite non-picture pictures. <laughs> nice. Is it bad that I don't know how to spell erection? E-R-E-C-T-I-O-N. Thanks. I think it came up election and I'm like, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're related somehow, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this country. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, cool. We will find that. When I find that, peeps, I will put that link in the uh, in the chat, whatever, awesome. and the details of it and all that kind of fun stuff. That is awesome. <laughs> yes, I, I love a good innuendo. And I we took a trip to Port, um, Portugal in September, and a friend of mine was in the, went, hey, you mind if I jump in the back seat? And like, no, awesome, come on in. So the poor guy got to know me <laughs> more so than he may have ever wanted to. And then a couple of months later, we were playing this game that um, everything you say sounds dirty. And uh -huh. I'm like, oh my God, this game is like being in my head. And he goes, I know, I was there for two weeks. Nothing, nothing. And I'm like an 11 year old boy or something. You know? yeah, me too. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's like taking it. a world of good. I will tell you, I could be completely devastated after losing my job. My son graduated high school this year. Hey, congratulations. Online. Cool. You know, we didn't get that beautiful circumstance, you know, the whole everything I wanted for him for his graduation. I travel all summer long and I'm sitting in Portland, which I love. But I miss my friends. So I'm like, okay, I can really wallow or I can go write a dirty joke on a funny picture, a pretty picture of coffee or so yeah, it's been it's been a good balance to like what could be going the serious woe is me. Oh absolutely <laughs> me out of those pretty well. Yes, we need <laughs> as much to get us out of there as possible right now. I've been there way too much. So um curious, just tell me at what point in your life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? <laughs> I will tell you, I didn't, I don't, it's funny, you know how they say those who can't teach. So I don't know that I've ever really believed it about me, but I've coached a lot of other people on how to do their own businesses. And even though I've done it a million times, this is like the arts business, I've had a store. Um, I've done coaching. I had a really wildly successful Etsy shop for a long time. So I know I just have the instincts to kind of know that I can do it. And I'm also really stubborn. 
And I tell you, if I go a day without a coffee sale, I'm doing 8,000 things to try to drum up business. So I don't like no is a launch pad for me. If I don't get what I want, I just figure out which direction I can head off. But it's not, it wasn't my first instinct to think that I could actually do these things. I just don't know how not to. <laughs> also, no. I don't know if you know people that have been self-employed for like 18 years, but they don't have a really good resume. <laughs> so like, who's going to hire me for what? <laughs> so fingers okay. crossed this one works. Otherwise, you'll be seeing me delivering mail. <laughs> well, That's okay. It's not a bad job, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, you go door to door, you just find a few things and right. been around the block a couple of times myself. I am... <laughs> <laughs> and the bell goes off every time we have a good one. <laughs> right. I <laughs> know so there's my idea. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So I'll give you that website again, peeps. That is hard on coffee, H A R D O N C O F F E dot com. And uh, go and talk to Ryan. Go and buy up all the coffee because it is fantastic, awesome, wonderful. Uh, it was great having you on the show. Any last parting words you'd like to leave with our peeps as we? check out? Uh, if you do purchase my coffee, you're welcome to tell me a joke in my penny for your thoughts column because I love it when my customers play along. So nice. that would be, yeah, that's a good one. Anybody that wants to play is always welcome. Nice. We'll get you that link too and put that in the description. Awesome. Well, it has been super fun. Thank you so much for your time. I love it. And again, go and get yourself a good hard one in the morning. <laughs> Every morning and also. There you just so you can say hi, because she's well, showing up right at the end of this. <laughs> Our four-legged boa is what I like to call her. Yes. My cat comes up and she looks like a big boa. Her tail does. That's <laughs> just me. I just have a tail now. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes there at all. We though. love getting tail. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Have a great one. You as well. <laughs> So this is Michelle. Thank you for being here with us today. If you know anyone would make a great guest for the show, or if you have a question or topic you'd like me to discuss, reach out at Michelle at the little blue pill for business.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to the little blue pill for business podcast with your mistress in business, Michelle Nedelec. Why are you still here? Go to little blue pill for business.com and get your goodies. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to share it with somebody else that you know would enjoy getting it up in business after you subscribe to the podcast, of course, so you won't miss any future episodes. Now, check the notes for links. Oh, and only tell your wife if she's into this, you know, entrepreneurship. And I'll see you both on the other side.